Hello, folks, and welcome to another episode of Backtalk. Backtalk is brought to you by the Buda Area Chamber of Commerce. My name is J.R. Gonzalez. I'm your host. And today we are out of our offices and actually on location. We're on location right off IH35 at Nice Equipment. And with us is the owner of Nice Equipment, Al Nice. Al, how are you doing today? Very good. And yourself? I am doing great. And thank you so much for inviting me over here. Uh, today is Customer Appreciation Day. Yes, it is. You have a lot of folks out here, some good food from Bill Miller. Yes. Those ribs were excellent. I missed the pecan pie. It was already gone by the time I got there. Well, Snows you lose. There you go. But, uh, Mr. Nate, you have a very unique business. Can you just tell us a little bit about Nice Equipment and what you do here in Buda? We manufacture, rent, and sell water trucks and fuel lube trucks for construction and mining industry. Manufacture. Right. And how big are these trucks? Well, our smallest is a 2,000-gallon water truck, and we build up to 4,000-gallon water trucks here and uh, 4,000-gallon fuel trucks here. And we have the fuel, lube, which is oil, combination. Uh, and you see those on construction sites. You know, you're not going to take a backhoe or a dozer to uh, the Texaco station and fill it up. So our trucks are like mobile service. Uh, not only do we manufacture and sell uh, we sell some of the used equipment, but we also have a 200-unit rental fleet. So we're some of the largest in the Southwest. And your trucks go all over the country or all yes. over the Southwest? All over the country. We have some up in the Northeast, up in Pennsylvania. We got some down in Florida. Um, don't do te- that much out in California, but New Mexico, Arizona, and Colorado. And they're all manufactured Kansas. right here in Buda, Texas. All the white ones are manufactured here. That is so cool. Well, I'm going to be honest with you, Al. I'm not here to talk about trucks. I mean, even though I respect the fact that you're in business, we're here to talk about racing. We're here to talk about racing, and you actually sponsor a race team? We have, uh, yeah, we have Nice Motorsports, and we're running four trucks at Coda this weekend. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Trucks? Yeah. Not cars, trucks. Not trucks. All right. Till today, I didn't realize that you could actually race trucks. I mean, other than in high school from the stop line. But these are trucks that get up to speeds of about, how, how, how fast? We do 200 at Daytona and Talladega. Wow. We have one of our drivers here, and he's a local boy, I understand, and it's uh, Bailey Curry. Bailey, how you doing? I'm doing well. Well, Al introduced you as local, so how local are you? I am from Driftwood, Texas. I was raised here from when I was about three years old. And you used to work at Salt Lake, I understand? I did. Uh, I believe, I'm trying to remember what year it was, right after high school, between high school and college. I worked out there for a summer. I uh, bus tables, ran food, uh, whatever they needed me to do. Well, you're pretty local. So, Bailey, I have to ask. How did you get involved in racing? Uh, well, my uh, my dad raced. We raced out there at Thunder Hill Raceway and Kyle. Uh, so, obviously, I wanted to do it, too. But I got started in New Braunfels, Texas, racing go-karts. And, uh, I mean, really just worked my way up the ranks to where I am today. At what age did you start racing? Seven. Seven. Go-karts? Yes, sir. And then from go-karts, what was the next step after that? Uh, called Bandoleros. They're kind of like a small car. Uh, ran Bandoleros for a couple of years, moved up to Legends Cars, did a lot of traveling in those two series, and uh, then kind of came home, ran Modifieds around around Texas, late models Modified, started traveling a little bit again, and eventually I just had someone call me and ask if I wanted to give NASCAR a try, and uh, took the opportunity, and it's just snowballed into what I have uh, what I have going on now. So how long have you been driving NASCAR? Um, since October of 2017. Wow. I don't mean to get too personal, but you look mighty young. I mean, I'm old. I, I acknowledge that. So if you don't mind me asking, how old are you right now? 24. <clears throat> 24? 
And you started driving NASCAR at what age? Uh, NASCAR, I actually ran my first race on my 21st birthday. Just a pup. Mm-hmm. Is, um, as far as the drivers, are they all about the same age in their early 20s or um, early to mid-20s? In the, in the truck series, it's pretty close. Uh, it's a lot of younger guys. And uh, NASCAR has gotten to where it's really a, a young guy's sport. Uh, I feel like the average age for the Xfinity and trucks is somewhere in the you know high 20s, maybe low 30s. Cup's a little bit older, uh, a lot more veterans in that deal, but it's still around you know 30 years old. So um, Al was saying those those little bad boys, those little trucks can get up to about 200 yes, on a long sir. straightaway? Yes, sir. Uh, Super Speedways will run around 200 here at Circuit of the Americas this weekend. Going to turn 12, probably be doing somewhere around 175, 180, and then bringing it to almost stop 35 miles an hour to get around that hairpin in turn 12. Now, the uh, race you have coming up, how long is that race? It is 225 miles. I believe it's 41 laps. It might be kilometers. I might be mistaken, but uh, I know it's 41 laps. Uh, extremely long racetrack, 3. Point, I want to say 41 miles out there at Circuit of the Americas, so it should be an interesting race. If uh, the rain comes, will be even more interesting, but I'm excited to get out there and get after it. So 200-something-odd miles, how, how how much time lapses for that race to complete? Oh, man, I really don't know. It's our first time out here. So I know that one lap is around 2 minutes and 20, about 2 minutes 20 seconds to 2 minutes 15 seconds, somewhere around there. And you do how many laps? 41. Okay, so we'll be out there for at least enough time to have a cold beer or two. That's right. Well, Bailey, I want to wish you the best of luck. Uh, this upcoming weekend and uh, it was nice meeting it's good to see that uh, the folks here will be uh, rooting for a local boy yes sir all right we'll be right back all right our next driver is carson hosovar carson the man carson now you can pick you out of a crowd how tall are you carson about six three about six three skinny as a rail six three <laughs> And you race these bad boy trucks, right? Yeah, yeah, I try at least. Carson, do they have to fold you in half to get in there? I mean, the room inside those those race trucks doesn't look very big. Oh, well, luckily the trucks are so tall that you could kind of spread out. Where uh, you know, if it was a traditional car, it'd be a little bit a little bit tighter. Okay. Well, and how long have you been racing? Bailey said he started at about age seven. How how old were you when you started racing? Uh, right around seven when it's when I really got into it and in, uh in quarter midgets. In quarter midgets? Yep. Yes, sir. Okay. And from quarter midgets, you went to what? Uh, late models, and then I got a few races in ARCA, and then uh, got a chance to drive some trucks last uh-huh. year. How many tickets for street racing? No, no, not not many. Okay. I have, I have one, one speeding ticket, and that was just for like 13 over. So They, they couldn't catch you on the other times, right? You're no, no, too bad. that's right. All right, you're a safe driver. Yeah, yeah I tr- try to be. Mom's here. Mom's okay. in town. Got it. <laughs> Mom is listening, so we'll keep it clean. Carson, you too, and I'm I'm sorry to ask you this, but you look very young. How how old are you? Uh, I just turned 18 in January. 18. Yes, sir. You're not old enough to drink. You're barely old enough to drive. Yeah. And you're out there racing the speeds up to 200 miles an hour. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's definitely different. Uh, you know, that's where I get my speed. To, uh, you know, uh, you know, I don't have to do it on the street or anything. All right. Can you describe the feeling of being in one of those? race trucks and barreling around that track or hitting that straightaway going almost 200 miles an hour with your hair on fire uh it's definitely different you know for me it just feels natural it's just like the highway is just a bit faster but for me it just feels uh you know just just like anybody else would be on the highway you know my i can take 180 where everybody else is just running 80s faster than them so got it okay so uh what's your anticipation for this upcoming race you gonna uh, win it 
Uh, I'm gonna try. I'm not a I'm not a road course guy or anything. I'm, I only have two to my name, two races in my name for road courses. So, uh, you know, if we're going to Oval, I'd feel a lot better about it. But uh, you know, luckily Chevy's gave me a lot of sim time to really work on it, and uh, you know, I got the chance to come here two weeks ago and actually you know see the racetrack and get familiar with it. Uh, you know, on the racetrack behind the wheel. Let me ask you this, Carson. What do you consider your strengths? I mean, you're a young man. You've just gotten into the race game. Which, what are your strengths and what do you consider your weaknesses on the uh, track? Uh, I mean, I think my biggest strength is just being able to adapt. Uh, you know, I think that's really big, especially with, you know, the COVID procedures. Uh, you know, we don't get practice, so all these tracks are, are new to me. And, uh, you know, first time out really seeing them is, is the green flag. You know, we're racing, so it's I got to be really up on my game and you know try and learn it all within the first few laps versus you know an hour or so of practice uh you know my biggest weakness is is the same deal is uh you know i'm, I'm trying to play catch up really and uh i think i've we've improved a lot this year so far so hopefully those those rookie mistakes are behind us rookie mistakes at age 18 got it <laughs> okay well carson i want to wish you the best of luck uh, on your upcoming race and any since your mom's listening, anything you want to say before we before we move on to the next driver? Uh, I mean, not not really. I just gotta thank old Al right next to me for uh, letting me come out and uh, you know kind of live my dream, and hopefully we'll win a, win a race or two this year and and punch our way into the playoffs. Well, great. Well, don't run off too far because we're gonna get some uh, some photos, and I definitely want to talk to you a little bit later on. Uh, Al, what, you got something you want to jump yeah, in here with? Carson's been pretty modest there. Uh, out of about 54 drivers in the truck series, he's ranked 10th in points right now, and he's number one in rookie points. Wow. So, uh, uh, so Carson's the man to watch. You got it. You got okay. it. Okay. Well, Carson will be out there rooting for you, and best of luck, and don't be so modest. Huh? Well, thank you. I appreciate uh, it. Uh, one last question. What's the purse on this on this, on the race? Shoot, I don't even know. <laughs> he, he gets it. I know that. <laughs> <laughs> he gets that. I don't know. I know that. Fair enough. Pays for, uh, pays for all my rookie mistakes. There That's you it. go. Okay, Carson, thank you very much, and good luck. Our next driver here with the Nice Equipment team is Logan. Logan, what's your last name? Bearden. Logan Bearden. Okay. Logan, I'm going to have to ask you like I asked the other drivers. How long have you been racing? About 15 years now. When did you start? I'm 10 years old. How old are you now? 25. It's a young man's sport. So when Logan sat down, I asked him, Logan, what do you want to talk about? And his answer was? Racing. Well, let's talk racing, Logan. Absolutely. What do you got to say? Oh, just love for the sport. Super excited for this opportunity. It's been a lot of a lot of hard work put into this deal and uh, ready to actually strap into the truck, take the green flag. So racing, I mean, I understand the thrill, but you p plan on doing this professionally? Or are you doing it professionally right now, or is this a side gig? Uh, plan on it. If it all goes well, I'd like to continue on and see how far I can take it. So okay. that's the ultimate goal. That's the plan. And you like these little? Tr you like these trucks? I uh, couldn't tell you. About to be make my first start. So I actually oh, haven't driven one. Oh, so <laughs> we got a rookie here. Definitely gonna pop your cherry on one of these little ones. Absolutely. All right, then that's good. I wish I would have known that going in. So now we're gonna have some fun. So Logan, um, <clears throat> what what did you drive before? So I started in karting, and then did that for about nine years, and then uh, went straight from karts to late models, and then did the late model deal. To modifieds and then to super late models and now into the truck series you've been racing how long you said 15 years 15 years so you're not a rookie and that, that accounts for your old age i mean right. 25 <laughs> my gosh 
So what do you anticipate? Um, I mean, this is going to be a different experience for you. You've obviously had some test runs around the, the track, I would assume. Mm -hmm. how, do, how does these trucks differ from some of the cars you've been driving? So what we've been doing now with the super late model stuff, they only weigh 2,800 pounds, but they have about 630 horsepower. So with the trucks, I believe they're 3,400 pounds with 700, 750 horsepower. So really just the, the transition from going from a really light car to a heavy car again is the only thing that I'm uh, kind of wondering about. But other than that, it all kind of translates over. And how fast have you had one of those trucks? Uh, I believe the trucks, uh, the super late models, I've only been up to about 140, 150. And this, this upcoming weekend, what do you think you're going to hit on that? About 170, 180, so it's a little bit of a change. Okay. All right. Can you handle it? Can you handle speed? Absolutely. Do you have that need for speed? Oh, that I do. Okay. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, um, Logan, anything you'd like to say? I know we have some listeners out there. Where are you from? I'm from Austin. Oh, okay. Uh, North Buda. Uh, no, sir. I'm from uh, the no, Cedar Park Land area. You're from North Buda. That's what we call Austin. Oh, right that's, is that? Yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> Where'd you go to high school at, Logan? So I would have graduated from Vista Ridge, but I was pulled out of school in the seventh grade to go racing full-time. So I actually graduated from a school called Red Oak Academy out of Dallas. Okay. But, so you do have racing in your blood, don't you? Absolutely. You're like serious about it. Oh, back then we were running 50, 60 races a year. So wow. And how many races a year do you do now? Uh, only about 12. So it was quite okay. a bit of a transition. Yeah, but the, the speed of the track is a little bit different. That it is. Well, Logan, I want to wish you the best of luck, you and the rest of the team. Thank you for being here. And um, hopefully we'll be seeing more and reading about you in the future. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. All right, Logan. Take care. Next, we're talking to Cody Efall. Cody is the general manager here at Nissan Automotive and oversees the racing team. Yes. With all your other duties, I'm sure that's a handful of jobs. Can you tell us a little about what you have to do in overseeing a racing team? I mean, I have no idea what that <laughs> entails. Uh, just a lot of performance stuff competition side um overseeing people managing travel you know getting vehicles to and from racetracks and stuff repaired and workflow and um that's that's really all, all that it is so dealing with a lot of logistics and making sure that cars or the trucks are properly tuned and maintained and moved from location to location yeah and just a little bit of everything you know whatever it takes to to get us our moving traveling circus uh, across the country and to the next track Cody, how come I get the feeling you're being modest about all this stuff? It seems like a, a huge job, you know, just logistic-wise to be able to manage a, a race team. How many on the race team? Four? Um, as far we have four trucks. Four trucks. Yes. And each one of those move around. Do they all go together, or sometimes uh, do they we split have up? Three different haulers that we run four in, and they go to the same event, you know, so they don't really split up. So that's not too big, much of a hassle. Um, but it's it's not. I mean, it, it isn't that big of a challenge. Like I'm not saying it's easy, but it's it's work. It's just well, don't say it's too of... easy because Al's around the corner. You don't want him to uh, cut your pay. I no, mean, that's go all for right. a pay raise. I mean, I, I love doing what I do. I enjoy it. It's a passion. It, honestly, I tell him all the time, like, I'm living my dream. This is what I wanted to do when I was a kid, and, and, and I mean it. Like, this is literally what I aspired and wanted to do. And so I'm To race or be to, a, a to manager? To race, to, to work on a team, to be in racing. Um, I always said I wanted to – hire all my friends and, and let them work, not for me, but work with them and enjoy it and help them put food on their table and pay their bills and live a good life and have fun with them. And I, that's pretty much what I get to do every day. And, and so I'm living my dream. Okay. Did you ever race when you were younger? <clears throat> I personally did not. My father raced and that's how I fell in love with racing. Got it. Now, Cody, um, you look like the more mature, the old man of the group. So how, how I've asked all the other, all the other, drivers. how old are you? 
I'm 36. Whoa, man. Wow, yeah. 36. Yep. You got a, a IRA set up or retirement anytime soon? <laughs> yeah, I've got all that, but okay. no, no retiring. No. no okay. No. Well, at 36, I'm, being, I'm giving you a hard time. Yep. I mean, uh, 36 is still relatively young, uh, but compared to some of these drivers, I mean, you're kind of, I'm not saying a father figure, but the big <clears> brother. <throat> so um, I have to ask, when you get on the road, and since all these guys are young, um when things happen, I mean, is it like herding sheep sometimes, or um, maybe not sheep? We always use the expression; it's like herding cats. Herding cats, okay. Um, but uh, sometimes, but I feel young at heart, right? Um, and so I can relate to them. You know, I have four kids myself: um, the oldest being ten, the youngest being two. Uh, so they keep me on my toes. But uh, I've, I guess I've never been uh, asked or compared to being the father figure, uh, <laughs> as for mentioned. But uh, I, I enjoy it. I take it serious. I embrace it. I've I've always hung out with older people. I've always tried to be the leader in certain situations and take things serious. So um, it's probably fitting that I'm in that role. And okay. Well, obviously the drivers are out of the room now. So um, since it's just us, sometimes it feels like you're raising kids with these drivers. Yeah, at times, you know, and it's all a lot of them don't understand probably the economy of scale that we're dealing with. Um, there's, um, they just want to drive fast. They just want to go fast, right? And, and which is good. That's what we. That's what we want them there for. Um, but it costs a lot of money to get a little dent in them or break something. It's very expensive. So, it's, it's hard to throttle them back, but push them when needed. Yep. So it's a balance, and really achieving that takes chemistry and working with them. You know, for several events and, and seasons, hopefully to get the chemistry, and and that's really the that's the tricky part is getting that balance of telling them when to go and when not to go because the end of the day this is a business end of the day it's a business all, all day long it's a it's a big business there's um it's a lot of cash flow um there's a lot of high expectations and you're judged on performance you know i've i've told al before you know over here if they miss a delivery date by three four weeks they miss it we don't have a chance to miss daytona you know in february like that's the date they're going to run it whether you're ready or not so be prepared being prepared and it's all about performance like you can bring all the money in the world and if you don't have no performance you have no product well Cody, it seems to me that you're the one with the hardest job no i don't have to sign the check i sign the checks but i ain't got to sign the checks that that go in the account so so it takes a little bit to fund this i can imagine oh yeah but as far as the logistics working with the drivers uh the advance work the tracks the maintenance the upkeep i mean all that just sounds like a logistical um challenge it, it is but i mean you look at the cup series you know we're in the trucks and i mean cup series they run 38 times a year and we run 22 so their challenge is you know far more drastic than ours um, it takes more people more moving parts uh, bigger budgets so it's uh, it's all an economy of scale they're both okay. challenging so you have the uh, the racing team and your duties here at Nice Equipment. Well, I don't do anything here at Nice Equipment. I, we're all out of North Carolina. We just oh, okay. flew in, you know, for the race. So um, no, I I don't have anything to do with this this out here. So, so you just take care of the team. Just take care of the race team. Well, that is a dream job, isn't it? It is. Good. Well, Cody, thank you very much for joining us, and uh, good luck with your team and the. Uh, I'm not going to say babysitting jobs, but I know <sighs> young men will be young men. That's correct. So. <laughs> Thank you very much. All right. Thank you. And the last driver we're going to interview today is Ryan Truex. Truck number 40. 
Ryan, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? I understand you are the old man of the of the group as far as the drivers. You're how old? Yeah, I'm 29. 29. <laughs> how long have you been racing, Ryan? Uh, about 14, 15 years. How'd you get into it? Uh, family. Um, my dad. I'm from New Jersey, up north. Um, my dad raced modifieds. Um, him and his two brothers actually. And uh, so yeah, it's something I've been around my whole life. Um, I, I don't really remember much of my dad racing, but I remember a lot of my brother racing, and uh, he's made it to the Cup Series now. So, trying to follow in his footsteps. Um, yeah, it's it's been uh, it's been a long road, but hopefully, uh, you know, hopefully we have a good year, and you know, I can follow him to the Top Series one of these days. So, Ryan, how long you been down here in Texas? Uh, about three hours. Oh, okay. So, where's <laughs> home? Home is North Carolina. North Carolina. Yeah, I live where the where the race team shop is. Got it. I mean, you said from Jersey. I'm not hearing the Jersey <laughs> accent that I hear with yeah, a lot of people. Yeah, I get that a lot. I get that a lot. Just forget about it. Yeah. yeah don't worry. I'm from South Jersey. So oh, okay. It's well, more, I have more of like a, most people I grow up grow up with and hang out with from Jersey have more of like a Philly accent. It's like Jersey gets split right in the middle. The top half is New York and the bottom half is Philly for okay. whatever reason. So All right. that explains the accent, I guess. Well, my eyes are now open. <laughs> Let me ask you this. Um, You've been driving a while. You're a little bit older than some of the other drivers. What have these young drivers not learned yet that you know? I mean, the big thing is just experience. Um, you know, when 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 it comes to racing, um, especially NASCAR, it's super super competitive. Um, I mean, it's it's one of the most competitive motorsports in the world. And you know, from the outside looking in, it's it's a lot different than when you're actually doing it. Um, you know, and when you're racing with guys that have that experience and obviously have the, the raw talent and can put all that together. Um, they're really hard to beat. So to come in as a young guy and, and have no experience and, you know, I've been there too. You come up through the ranks and you're winning everything and you're like, man, I got this. I'm going to, I'm going to show all these guys how it's done. And then you, you eventually make that next step and you realize, Oh, maybe I'm not as good as I thought I was because these guys are on it every week. Um, and that's just experience, you know, that's, that's just doing it and, and being a part of it every week and, learning what you need, what you need to do as a driver, um, away from the track, at the track, you know, all the little things, parts and pieces. Um, it's really all about just putting that together. And as a young guy, it's hard to, it's hard to step back and visualize all that and not just think about wanting to go out and go fast and, you know, win races. Educate me a little bit here. When you're talking about NASCAR, these, all the trucks you're racing against have the same motor. Yep. Everything is pretty much equal. Mm -hmm. The only difference is the driver. Yeah, so the the thing with the truck series, so we've gone to the spec engine, so everybody's got the same engine. Um, you know, there's still manufacturer, we have different manufacturer bodies, so you've got your Chevys, Toyotas, and Fords. Um, and the teams, kind of like, like what Nice does here, the teams build their own bodies. Um, they have their own fab shops, and, um, you know, every, every team's got kind of a little bit different way of doing things, and, and you know, different ways of trying to make aerodynamic downforce and be better than other teams. So that's a spot where you can, you can get away with a little bit, um, and kind of make a difference. But yeah, I mean, a driver's a big part of it. Um, obviously, you know, people is a big thing. You know, you can, like Cody was saying, you can have a team and, and throw all the money in the world at it, but if you don't have good people, um, you know, turning the wrenches and, and making the calls and doing all the stuff, you know, back at the race shop, then, then it's all really, all really for nothing. So, it's definitely a team sport, and it takes you know everybody, everybody, uh, everybody pulling in their own direction to make it happen. 
Okay. Have you ever raced this track out here before? Nope. Never been there. The only time I've been on it is on a simulator, like an online simulator. So what are you anticipating for this upcoming weekend? Well, I'm anticipating um, that I'll be staring at the uh, my weather app a lot because the weather has changed 10 times this week on what's what we're going to have. So Welcome to Texas. <laughs> <laughs> if so, you don't like the weather, wait a while. It'll change. Yeah, yeah. That's that's what I've been told. Um, so I'm hoping we have good weather. Um, you know, we will race in the rain. So, you know, that's another curveball we might have to deal with. Um, so hopefully it doesn't rain. Um, but the biggest thing, I mean, when we talk about the experience thing, like I was saying, nobody here has experience. Um, there's been a lot of guys that have come here and, and run like track cars or, or rental cars or whatever, just to get laps and kind of learn the track. But nobody's been here in an actual one of these trucks. Um, and they are just so different than, than any sports car or anything like that, that honestly, I think it's, it's really going to be a level playing field. Um, you know, there's, there's guys in the field that have more road course experience than others that okay. I think will shine. Um, but yeah, it's gonna be a crazy race. It's a well, lot anything, of anything can happen. Anything can happen. That's right. I mean, like I said, nobody knows knows for sure um, what's gonna happen. So it's gonna be exciting. That's for sure. It will be exciting. Um, we are almost out of time here, Ryan. Is there any uh, any parting thoughts you want to leave to folks out there, potential NASCAR fans? Yeah. Uh, well. I want to say thanks for pulling for me if you're a fan for, of me. And that's truck number 40? Truck number 40. Okay. Um, we have Freightliner of Austin on the truck this weekend. So really excited about that. Um, you know, obviously, they're a great a great partner with Al and uh, Nice. So happy to have them on the truck. And I think all of our trucks look really good and have, have great sponsors from the area. So I'm hoping we can, hopefully me, but ho- hopefully one of us can, uh, can put Nice in victory lane. Great. Well, best of luck to you. Uh, thank you very much for taking time today to, to meet with us. Folks, you've been listening to Back Talk. Once again, my name is J.R. Gonzalez. I'm your host. And today we we're out at Nice Equipment. Al stepped out of the out of the room to take care of some business. So uh, we'll just go ahead and thank Al a little bit later. But uh, tune in, listen. If you have any comments, um, please make them online. If you like what you hear, please go ahead and follow us on Back Talk. You can listen to Back Talk on just about any place you listen to podcasts. Thank you very much, Buda, Texas, and we'll talk to you next time.